0: All right, so let me let me do the quick prog power rundown. Um Bad, bad. I missed Bad <laughs> Bad, bad. Okay, I missed <laughs> the first... The first, I, Well, I wouldn't say I missed it. I wouldn't it, say you missed it. But I didn't go the first night. Um, oh, yeah, so uh, uh, here, on the off chance anyone listens this far into this episode anyway, let me talk about it. So uh, the tickets to the... Okay, so the Prague Power is four days now. Which, but it's really like two separate things. Right. Yeah. Um, which is the used biggest to be three separate things. Right. The biggest problem with it being four days is they don't offer a four-day ticket. And so, yeah, fuck you. Right. Uh, but... The first two nights after fees and everything were like 140 bucks and I made a stink about that. So I didn't have a ticket. So the last minute, uh one of the bands that I actually considered I was actually gonna try to get a last minute ticket just for like podcast ability was Glory Hammer.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but they Sorry. canceled. Uh, well, well,
0: they didn't get their visas. Right. Visa, right. but uh which also though like I mean, I, they didn't, uh, Glenn didn't have any issue with them, but the fact that like, A, it was visas at the last minute, and B, they posted it before telling anybody. They right. just posted it on their page like, oh, right. we're not coming. And like, he usually hates that so, shit. So, of course, Glenn's <laughs> but, yeah. Right, because he doesn't have a way to put a, make an internet right. around it. Yeah, he prefers to announce intro. it once he's already got the replacement. Mm-hmm. Um, but luckily, the replacement was Ghost Ship Octavius, uh, who were actually really awesome um, so the only like legitimately awesome they're good Yeah but they're they're I good yeah, they, they're, uh, they are good uh, Okay so Van Williams uh, uh they have From a lot Nevermore. of Nevermore connections basically right. Van was in Nevermore the the guitar main guitar player Matt Wickland was in God forbid right. he he also was on World Dane's solo album and
1: uh, it's like his band. The War Machine one? I don't know. Yeah, that uh, was a good album. but Yeah, I, I haven't right. heard it. I really actually. I thought he had one more than to one it, at this point.
0: Well, so. just. The, the Worrell and the uh, Jeff Loomis solo albums, they just really Came out sound at the like same time. second rate, never more. Right. They were good, though. I, I like both of them. I listened to them each like once or twice. It's and well, like It's to be like right. listening to The New Sanctuary, right? Yeah. 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 More it sounds less. more like never more though than right. the sanctuary sounds like more like sanctuary well, yeah but you know what i mean it's like it's like light because you don't get the um because it is now without novelty yeah so uh but the ghost ship is really good uh let's see um and then blind guardian was the headliner Ugh. that night but they were doing all of imaginations from the other side which is before they started layering too much shit.
1: So it actually sounded right. really good. It was the best I've ever heard them sound. That's I've, only, interesting, I've seen them three times, and they sounded like garbage the first two right. times. Even, even people I know who really like Blind Guardian say, oh, they're terrible live, don't go see they them. They have been. and right. But here's the interesting thing. I think it's one of these weird cases where like...
0: When the first couple times I saw them, they weren't... They didn't ever perform live. They were right. a studio band for a long time. Well, they had some well, they performed in Europe, But they very rarely... Right. They, were, they didn't play live a lot. They never... You know, the first time I saw them in the U.S. was the first time they were in the U.S. Right. Uh, and... They also... Like, I don't... Well, for one thing, they have a keyboard player now. And so he fills in some of the blanks. Because I think they're, like, super against backing tracks or some shit. Even though you're like, you know you guys are, like, the... Should be the yeah. poster child for backing <laughs> tracks. Yeah. Um, but they worked it out. And so... The other thing is, I think that, you know, given 10 years, they've just gotten better at Mm -hmm. playing live. And the the main thing I noticed is that uh, the way Hansi sings is that almost everything, like the horse neighing, Yes. (laughs) Almost everything is double tracked, one with a very low, like vocal level track and then the high screamy track. And the problem is live can't do both of them. Ain't got no backing tracks. Although they did do a very good job with like li- like real backing vocals when mm-hmm. it was like really necessary, um, and but so he has to choose. Like he can't scream the entire set. Not only would it not sound that great, but I'm sure he just can't keep right. that up air wise. Yeah. But so he has to choose when to drop to the lower octave or jump to the higher one. And my complaint, less so this time than either the previous times. But it reminded me what my complaint was the first time, which is that sometimes it's not like the right time in terms of like the song, right? Like dramatically or within the song. You're like, that was the one time in the song you really should have done the screamy part and you didn't what Mm -hmm. gives. But he only did like one or two times this time. So he made better choices in that regard. It was still, you know, this jumping up and down thing, which is occasionally, especially because the lower range and the lower range sounds like shit because It's not like he works on singing down in that range. He just double tracks that for the thing. It's rarely the more prominent track. So it just, it's like, it literally is, it does sound like him, you know, pussing out on high notes and shit. Even though it's really not what it is, Mm -hmm. it's just trying not to scream the entire set. But it's like... When you just remember like, eh, I was going to sing this one lower, you know, it's you're just like, what, you know? So, yeah. But again, he sounded better. And overall, they sounded better than any other time I'd seen them. It was surprisingly good. Uh, they they played a, f- a few other songs that aren't on that album, which is which reminded me why I don't listen to their new albums, because the one song they played from a new album, because their newest album is like their back to our roots thing, because like they finally like stopped adding layers you know, like, three albums too late, like, stop layering shit, and they're like, maybe we should go back to, like, when we were a metal band? And
1: people listen to them?
0: Yeah. Well, and yeah, I think people yeah. were sick of it. So, uh, the latest one, like, there's this track that they played, and it starts off good. You're like, oh, yeah, back to our roots. And then the chorus comes, and you're like, what? Have you guys been hanging out with Scar Symmetry? Because <laughs> it's
1: just way too sing-songy. <laughs> and you're like, oh, no, what? Why? Uh, and so... I yeah. hate when bands have that, like... They have part of the song that's like great And it builds and builds and builds And then they just like drop the floor out from under you And have this shitty section Yeah have a little happy sing song yeah. um, Unless you're like broke inside Right <laughs> Unless that's your whole Well game. that's like like system of the downs MO Is like uh, half a song that's maybe decent And the rest is like crap Well I just can't stand right. Serge's voice Right Like so I, I can't listen to that band at all Yeah Pretty much
0: so okay so that was uh oh oh but the best part is i i paid thirty dollars for my ticket Sick. that i got at the last minute um and clearly you were the winner out of that <laughs> yes crowd. yes uh and i only had to wa- i only watched two bands and i enjoyed them both um uh and we got i think we recorded uh chunk of podcast in between those bands. Nice. Um, okay, so the main fest days, although it's called days three and four now, which also makes it sound uh, whatever. Uh, okay, so I'm just going to read names because I didn't watch these fuckers. Uh, let's see. Ascendia I missed, but I had, I've watched. never heard of this band. Uh, Me either. Okay, but if you have to say that like every time. Right. I know, but <laughs> right. I really want to drive this Cause point. Cause okay, that, home. That's, home. That's, that's where that's this
1: festival is going these days. True.
0: Well, but again, okay, so except they're like for people who go to it because they're the ones who've heard of them, right? Like every band that gets announced, you, you're like, Ooh, you mean the people that s- buy
1: everything that comes via Inside Out or like yes, Nightmare Records? Exactly. Right. And they're on they're the mailing keeping list. Keeping them in
0: business. Like, uh, so anyway. Uh, so, uh, Ascendia, I had seen a couple of uh, videos of them. So I knew that it didn't matter if I missed them because it was super just generic. And also the dude, like, I was like, you're, you're going to, this singer's not going to be good live. Just the way that he's like, sounds like he's straining and has to sing everything like just above his break. And uh, from what I heard from people who watched them, he wasn't very good live. And so I didn't mind missing them. Uh, then this band Vantage Point, uh, super generic, I didn't care. Uh, Freedom Call is... Uh, I have heard of this oh, just, um <laughs> Super, like, when are they? Let me see when they, when they announced it. <gasps> 1998. Oh, I thought they'd be older than that. I guess they were like, you know, second generation, like... Oh, they, man. Were, they were just played For how then generic too. they sound I was like <laughs> I, I'm surprised that they're not Older than that I assumed they were Yes yeah, the Associated X Halloween Gamma Ray Iron Sea I wondered But does that mean like People have been in those bands Or something Or just Associated Because they sound like them
1: It's usually Is it Wiki It's, it's usually, usually Someone Yes yeah, right? yeah, yeah. yeah. Or something. somebody guested once And Right then, which makes well, or they, it makes sense. They're, them, they're like,
0: German, and yeah, it's probably they probably German must. Power uh, metal. I don't know any of these and names. Every other German power metal band is associated with. Them? Uh, I don't know any of these names except for the guy that I just met. Oh, there's also a lot of former members, so they may have used to have more famous right. ones or something. So I don't know. Anyway, the point is, everyone from prog has heard about them. They're one of those bands that some people have been like,
1: "When is Freedom Call gonna play?" Right. And every time I've been like, "Who are these guys?" and tried to listen <laughs> to it, I'm just like, "Why? Right. No. Why?" Because it's uh, somebody likes like two Freedom Call songs and they want to yeah. see the band, right? Yeah, it's, uh, I mean, they I think they want to subject everyone else to the, is that the one... mediocrity.
0: <laughs> yeah, so anyway, uh, I have a whole other story about the guitar player from that band, which we'll get to later. Oh. Um, uh, so then there was the Gentle Storm, which is uh, uh, the Arjen Lukasen project fronted by Annika Van Geersbergen. Uh, and I watched a few songs and I was like, Arjen sounds like Arjen. Like, it sounds like every other... Granted, they they did play a couple older songs, which somebody was super excited about, and I'm like, oh, that's cool. Maybe that was the one I heard, or maybe not, because they all (laughs) sounded sounded the same. same.
1: Um, (laughs) Yeah, so I was like, I mean, a lot of people are... The only difference is it either does or does not have James LeBray. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, that is a very important (laughs) difference. Also, of course, Arjun wasn't there. Like, he doesn't go
0: places or right. perform shows. Um, and there's actually two... Oh, yeah, Stream of Passion also played. They're another project of his. What?
1: Is that Wait, a, but he is wasn't a, there? This is a band name? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Wait, was he not there? So no, the no. Rest...
0: Two of his projects were there. He was not there. And the best Isn't part is... whole selling point for... Right. and the best part is when they announced it last year, a bunch of people were like, oh my god, I get to Arjun's see Arjen. coming. And then, like, the next day it had to be like, just to be clear, uh, right. the bands are coming, but not Arjun... It's like not like you need he, him there. He, his he music play is out. so simple. Right, like he
1: doesn't play out. Like he, right. um He I mean, just he sits at home and takes your money. Musicians. He <laughs> just sits at home and collects these these <laughs> right. dudes' money. I'm still confused about why would you would name your band Stream of Passion. <laughs> uh, I, I don't <laughs> Well, know. I mean, Arion Like after that, anything's better. Uh, I would. rather the Gentle be Storm. Arian. Right. Okay. So after the Gentle Storm was
0: Gar Symmetry. Uh, My favorite band I didn't really
1: take Any Scarce notes symmetry, Did they wear Any American flag stuff
0: <laughs> I don't think so
1: <laughs> Oh that was they from Sweden they That was reserved For New York They hadn't bought them yet That's what it was Oh they came probably
0: here Oh they probably they, did Cause they did, yeah, yeah, I was in like, like New they're New Sweden and and I'm like why would they even be wearing US stuff right. I know it's why Cause, it's Cause they came so to New
1: York weird. And they were like Did they Well no I was gonna say They should have like I Heart New York shirt Or something yeah, right. <laughs> Even more pandering No they probably Landed in Hartsfield They played Prague Power And then they came here And did some shopping Like like, every foreign band. That Prog yeah. Power money? Right. Oh, yeah. Well, actually, the sponsors, they, they, <laughs> right. they take care of them. Right. So, I, I watched, like, right, two,
0: uh... two songs, Scar Symmetry, and, like, once the other dude started singing, I was just like, like, oh, man, no thank you.
1: I'm pretty sure they all lose money on the tours, but they definitely make money on coming to Prog Power. Like, yeah. Right. Um, so, like, uh, the
0: guitar player for Scar Symmetry, Per Nilsson, has uh, one of the newest uh, Strandberg signature models but it's also like one of their cheapest models and it also has none of the features you would buy a Strandberg for. Is that the squiggly fret one? That no, talking it's, about? Oh. it's straight fret. It's one scale. Uh, it's like 25 and a half. It's like a normal scale. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a seven string. I think it's like a, uh, let's see what else is going to be it. market. It's got like a normal neck, although I mean, you prefer that. But you know, this yeah. one, again, like none of the right, like no, fancy, because right, I'm not going to buy it. Right, right. right. So they there's, right, there's cheap no, to it. Right, there's it looks no like point cheap to making, because that's like half of my guitars are 25 5 Seven strings with normal frets, but I'm not going right. you know, to run out and buy the Stramberg one, right? Yeah. Right. And like a headless one weird. with like a blood spa- splatter paint job <laughs> that loo- it looks cheap too. Like a picture. Right. I'm just looking at pictures, pictures that somebody
1: professionally took Mad. to make it look like a quality instrument. And it's I'm like, not a paint job. This guitar looks cheap. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> Someone made that guitar and blew their brains out. <laughs>
0: Uh, maybe they were listening to Skyrosymmetry. Symmetry. Uh, also, <laughs> also, it's like proprietary like signature pickups, which is always right. a bad sign. Like, hey, we just started making pickups. Like, uh, no, thank you. Yeah, <laughs> <but> Please let <laughs> me have <laughs> other pickups. Uh, anyway, so uh, then Fate's Warning. This uh, was, was the Awaken the Guardian performed with John Arch. It's I really want really to see there for. that. Yeah. It right. was really good. Yeah, and really he good. sounded really good. And although I will say this. It was very similar to my original experience listening to the album, which is I listen to about two thirds of it. And then I don't want to hear him sing anymore. <laughs> I'm <Right. laughs> like, I'm just I'm just burnt out. It's like King Diamond, right? Mm-hmm. It's like it's cool for a few songs. And then I'm just like, all right, dude. Um. Yeah, so then I'm like, all right, let's get Ray Alder in here. <laughs> but well, <laughs> well, you remember um, when we met Oyvind? Well, Ray's too. And he was like, and he was like, but he's tastefully like it's just he doesn't scream. over no, Ray, like and his, his, his
1: voice is, is blown out. Like well, it's right, really obvious. Why, right. Well, that's why he doesn't sing high anymore.
0: Yeah. But yeah. Other, but he's not singing high. He
1: sounds good. Like at least. Great. Right. When well, we saw them the at St.
0: Vitus, yeah. that show yeah. ruled.
1: The first time he's I saw Ray, he he sounded like he had lung cancer. He
0: smokes. So he's hit or miss. But when he's good, he's still great. He sounds right. good on albums still, and the point right. is he doesn't sing fucking ee, ee, ee. like he doesn't mm. sound like he's trying to make everything into the Phrygian mode for no when it's not. Um, but uh, yeah, it was actually really good. And well, not actually, it was, it was really good. And I'm trying to think if there's anything else to say about it. But you were talking about Saint um, Vitus, Rich? Yeah, no. When we saw, that's the thing. Like I've seen terrible Fates
1: Warning shows. Yeah.
0: And that one at Saint Vitus. The one in Connecticut. That the last one that we saw was awesome yeah so i'm not surprised that that this one was also good and also when john arch did that thing that arch mathos album yeah. a couple years ago he sounded really good yeah yeah so i'm not surprised that that it worked and yeah i would have liked to have seen that set they have bobby with them uh i know because it was the it was the original uh, lineup original lineup i'd yeah. see bobby well me, I yeah, me too i was right. yeah i was i was like eh but um yeah, but it was still really good. And let's see. Um, okay, so the next, the last day, uh, let's see. Savage Messiah, I don't know. I didn't. Never heard of him. I think I heard a few seconds of it. It was
1: just more generic, like, fucking power. I realm. mean, Messiah's in their name. Like, uh, just pass.
0: It, it claims that they're. Well, <laughs> uh, Shotgun Messiah. Is it, is claims the, their, <laughs> their it claims that they're thrash, but like. Uh, debatable, or maybe was what was it? Like but don't thrash? people also call like sabaton thrash? Ugh. They're not thrash. Uh, I don't know. I, don't I feel so like enough. I feel like it's one of those terms people don't know what it means. People call everything from power metal to death metal thrash. I've heard. A lot yeah, of. yeah. Um, okay, so <laughs> <laughs> uh, worst name. The the next band is uh Urban's new band, Sirius Black. No, no, nothing is worse than Stream of Passion. Like, uh, wait, 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 Sirius okay. Black
1: is a dumb name. But here's the thing. So so uh But it could be funny. Like you could do something really awesome with that. No, it's not okay, that so Urban's it's, gonna do something really awesome all, with that.
0: First of all, it's not spelled like the Harry Potter character name. Okay it's spelled serious like metal like, is serious business. Right. So, two things you want people to think about when they hear the name of your metal band. One, how fucking serious you are. Right. And two, Harry Potter. Yeah. Just I want to immediately think of Harry Potter. Because uh, there's a character called Serious Black, but Serious like the constellation. Yeah, yeah. And so name your, your band after, but then make it, like, not a pun, just Serious right. Black. Like, But they're just, you know, they're... It's very Spinal Tap. None more black. <sighs> yeah. He, he ripped off it's, my uh, one of my it's the same ideas. okay it's the same problem Righteous black but here's the thing <laughs> it's the same issue as every band he's been in since tad morose mm-hmm. It's like an average like AOR or like not very fast power metal band and nobody can write. Any interesting songs? But Tad Morose was Power Doom, which no, which the only other band who did that was Memory Garden. And Memory, but Memory Garden, is amazing. Tad Morose is like, all right, yeah, I will listen to Tad Morose. But my point it's,
1: is that it's especially been because since of how stupid the lyrics are. Why can't somebody like write a song for Urban? But that also means in that that style, there's no terrible band. Like <laughs> Ted is the so, worst it gets. There's worst only against, two. Right? Well,
0: uh, with Mardanas Imperium, did they count as a power doom band?
1: <sighs> Shit, I don't. I don't know. Cause, Cause, they had that Star Wars song. I didn't hear it.
0: <laughs> oh, you've never heard it? No, no.
1: Oh my God, it's the best worst metal song of all time. <laughs> Send it to me later. Oh my God, it's the, it's amazing.
0: <laughs> also, there's a legitimately, uh, like every metal cover of of Stargazer is seemingly great, and then that the one they do is no exception. But oh man, the Star Wars song. We we actually, we should play that on the podcast. I think, uh, because probably no one has heard it. Mm -hmm. Oh my God. Yeah. This, we can get some, we can get some hits. We'll hashtag (laughs) that. We should have included (laughs) that on our, when when I talked about how I went and saw the movie. Damn it. Oh yeah. yeah. Ah. Yeah. All right. So this is actually, uh, okay. So one have the most notes for, well not notes, uh, but uh, so Green Carnation was playing this uh, 60 minute song they wrote yeah i don't understand the hype here's the thing so okay i had not heard it this was my approach because i was i was really hungry so i wanted to go get food and i i figured like i don't care if i missed the beginning of their set so what i did was uh i i took my food back to my room and i listen. i put it on, on spotify like right around when their set was starting <laughs> so a if it's way better than i think i can rush over there yeah. if it's not i can take my time I took my time. But, spoiler alert. Uh, spoiler alert. But, the, the, but that way, you know, I could try to... T- I would only miss, like, a little bit in the middle. But here's what happened. So I was listening to this album, and I figured out why the song is 60 minutes long. Because everything goes on four times as long as it needs to. This is a 15-minute 15 15 song that you stretched out to 60 minutes. Oh, my God. Remember, and, kids, longer is uh, better. So, like, it's also just not, like... People were raving about this set. Now, to be fair, once I actually got there, it did sound better live. Because A, uh, the dude has gotten, like, slightly better at singing since, like, I think this is, like, a 10-year-old album or something. Um, But not that much. And it's sort of, like, I guess it's supposed to be, like, Prog Doom, kind of? Like, which also explains it being way too long. But... Oh man! Like the okay. So here's the best part. So as I was reading, f- I had all these great comments that I did not post because I wasn't actually at the show. So I don't want to criticize it when I'm not actually there. But uh, but it's all true. So <laughs> let me find the uh, if I actually wrote down notes. Um, so one of the best parts, I was reading up about it because I'm like, what is like? Okay, it, there's some concept to it. What is it? I don't get the band at all. It, um, it's just, I I can't really tell you. Um, well, honestly, okay, it doesn't it doesn't matter. Forget the band. It's just this one dude, right? It's this one dude's like Prague ish project. He mm-hmm. used to be an uh, he was in uh, Emperor, um, but he I don't th- I don't know how long he was an emperor. Uh, and he was the uh, bass player for Emperor, and then he went and did his own Prague thing. So. Um, it's called Light of Day, Day of Darkness, and uh, it's about, like, I guess uh, one of his kids died, and then about the other one being born, or whatever. But... Did he call him a loser? Uh, no. <laughs> no. If you follow um, But here's what... This is the, the most ridiculous part of it. Uh, it is... Okay, and it's even dumber, by the way, that it's worded in the Wikipedia entry, especially because, like, who wrote this? Probably the band. Uh, it is said that 600 different samples were used in the editing of the song. It is said or that happened? It is Right, right. Is this like an urban legend? Like, because I don't think anybody cares enough. And here's the other thing. Uh, That's not something to brag about for multiple reasons. One, um, 600 samples. So how many instruments is that? Because each instrument needs a fair amount of samples. If you're just counting by literally the number of, like audio files involved in the sampled instruments. 600 right. is not that easy to hit. I mean, not that hard to hit. Uh, you know, 88 notes if, if you have each note sampled individually. Uh, so, anyway, um, and then, yeah, the whole thing. So, like, I guess he had, and then obviously they didn't have any of those instruments at the show, right? Um, but I think they had, like a, like, a sitar or something. But, again, I only, I only, I literally, I, I came in to the show, watched, like, 30 seconds of a song, and I'm like, I'm just as bored as I was listening to it on Spotify in my room. <laughs> but there I had food. So then I went out in the lobby to, like, talk to people and ignore it. And But, I don't know, people were raving, and I was like, man, I don't know why it was... Uh, I don't think this was very good to begin with. Um, yeah, so... Let's see. Okay, so then uh, Refuge, which is uh, members of... Is the classic... Rage lineup, which is already a band I don't listen to. So here's what I know about Rage. The last time... Uh, so okay, so Rage played Prog Power. I think I'm assuming it's the same dudes. Yeah, it, it, well, the, the thing of note about that set was that I think that's the only North American show they ever played, right? Or at least that lineup because the whole thing is Rage is like... These dudes aren't in Rage anymore, but they are the classic lineup of Rage. So that's why they had to use a different name, which they went by Refuge. But I was like... It's the refuge from being in Rage. Why right. I'm like, why what's do Rage doing? Do they just call it, like, Rage Denied. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> like, yeah. I, can, I don't know. Anyway, I didn't need to see that, because all I remember from the first Rage performance was that I walked in and was like, nope, and then right. I walked back out. And they were the last band, so right. I was like, time to party. No, the classic <laughs> Rage Effect. Well, no, yeah, do, you re- right. do you remember, though, that, that people moshed and people got pissed and then they, like, banned moshing. Yeah, at the yeah. Right. and like you said, they literally call it the Rage Effect when, right. like... Uh, or when everybody w- leaves after a band that kills yeah, yeah like or like a bunch of people Are there cause they're like oh my god And then like a bunch of people
1: are like I don't know these guys fuck it right. um, And then all everyone who stayed was like you, you missed the best and I was like I saw right. enough to know that that is not true That's <laughs> like that year that Mercenary played And Evergreen went on after them and mercenary was amazing and evergrey was yeah like a three and a half hour like dull set yeah but everyone wanted that shit i know i watched them both oh so did i but it ruined evergrey for me it was well it was definitely like well it was their most like i mean like four piece string quartet. but come on i mean a wedding on stage or marriage well that was ridiculous
0: but you know they were they were doing the same thing as their excessively long dvd which is like could you asking the crowd to clap every five minutes? <laughs> right, pretty much. Um, but like, yeah, it, it, I don't know, it was that was right, surprisingly, one of my least favorite ever gray shows, which is a shame. Is are uh, a good band? For yeah, sure. yeah, they're great. And uh, uh, but it, it's the it's, it's, it's the same thing. It's like, <laughs> uh, it's like the that was the like the peak of their, it's like the that scene's interest in them, right? Because mm-hmm it's not like they were uh, like the reason they were doing it is because it was like, we can't do this anymore, but prog power and we need to come up with something special to do.
1: Right. And, uh, you know, like you can do that for one show for a right. DVD because well, that's, that's where they made it to prog power house band status. So. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, Them in Pagan's mind. yeah. But unfortunately Ugh. you do that
0: shit. Like right. it, it takes away from, it, it can tend to take away from being a metal band. Mm-hmm. Um, also that was when they were still, I think, Down some members, right? Was Henrik in the band? I don't even know. I don't know. I never paid attention who's in that band. Well, it it matters though. They start. They 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 they're back to the roots phase involves. Reinvolving right. the leather of the band. skirt commands your attention. Yeah, <laughs> unfortunately, the leather skirt does not return. I know, but well, and also don't they don't they have the, the the really pretty drummer? They don't have the original drummer. Yeah, they have, yeah. But that dude can play. Yeah, he's. But good. he was like twelve when he joined the band.
1: <laughs> the keyboard player left and came back. Although I don't know if he left long enough for for. we to, anyone anyone to we're talk about on this podcast like pretty dudes. I like. think it's really
0: funny <laughs> when when you're in a metal band. And it's like really dark, and you're like super
1: pretty. It's just like... no, you don't understand. This it's guy like looked like, had to be in a metal band to like show to everyone that they're tough. To yeah. toughen yeah. up, yeah. No, this yeah. guy looked
0: like George Michael. Oh, my Like God. I mean, it's like you're 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 watching a Wham video, <laughs> and he's playing a violin. Like All
1: right, so, get your Winger tickets now.
0: <laughs> last two bands, not too far away. Last two bands for Prague Power,
1: uh, Haken. Oh, oh, which i've yeah, seen like, not like this band more. more than i need to um, i don't it's like everyone's like, new favorite yeah. Yeah. This thing. here's this even, even like
0: even like Ben likes this band right okay here's uh, i, well, I, I don't get, get why it. here's why here's why ben is in power love yeah the yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's been a huge falling off. What other band is there? Right. There's been a huge falling off of Dream Theater clone bands, right? Mm. So Haken is like the closest thing oh. to like a new Dream yeah. Theater. That's a good point. And they're, they're continuing that thread. And one of the main reasons I don't like them is that the singer is like having, is like James, James Le, he James Le, their singer makes James LeBrie look tough right they make him sound aggressive <laughs> with how soft his is, voice wow. is like he doesn't cut like he just drowns in the mix and it's like mm-hmm. uh, and also like you know they're playing like the other thing I noticed this time watching them too is that uh, well the other thing they do that appeals to current audiences is they borrow a little bit they have eight strings but they're not really genty oh, yeah. but a little bit genty. Just a little bit. They take uh, out the gent sick every clearly, now and, then. and they clearly <laughs> never fucking listen to Mashuga. Right. Because it's just nothing remotely close to that happens. So like the gentiness is like they heard animals as leaders once or periphery and they're like jenty, jenty. Yeah, we'll do you one of that once in a sells. while. Right. right. But then they gotta go back to, you know, the wow, super wow, 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 major wow. sing songy uh you know right. keyboardy stuff. Um but what I really realized is that A that's my main issue with that but the other thing is their guitar players like it's the same thing where i'm like like they can tap and shit but like their leads are just awful like mm-hmm. either a they're all tapping which is like three quarters of their leads they're just like like it's
1: like when they picked up the guitar like they did i, I don't well, that's why they're not a gent band yet what do you mean because i mean like Gent dudes do a ton of tapping. Yeah. That's what
0: I'm, I'm that's saying. That's what I'm
1: saying. Like, if they're not good at it, that's what they're not No, no, they're, no, they're good d- at it. Oh. No, but
0: I'm saying, like, no, this is the thing about guitar players right now, right. especially in Gent, is that it's like, to me, it was like, okay, you learn to play guitar, and then tapping is a th- a, right. an extra thing. But it's like, they, they went into a guitar list, and the guy's like, all right, so we're going to tap for that's like all six you months do. right and then I'll teach you what a pick <laughs> is you know like <laughs> right, right. and that's like they're pick like they can play pick stuff but mm-hmm. when they do it the solos are just bad for one they're just terribly written because they're, they're just like <laughs> and mm-hmm. they go nowhere and I mean not that the tapping is much better that's part of the issue with tapping is there's all this there's a lot of times where people do p- tapping parts and there's like no accounting for like the redundant notes sure because what happens when you stretch out your notes like that is they become redundant because of how the guitar is tuned Mm -hmm. and so there's always like but like one note is like three of the notes are like the same note and so like melodically it makes no sense right but what's melody right exactly basically uh, that sums it up but anyway so they have that same issue song (laughs) Um, it's a song that and, and we there, just play all the notes. So I didn't know this until I saw it live. But uh, there's a new album. They had this song called 1985, and everyone's like, "Man, they really nailed that like 80s thing." Except there were no eight string guitars in that the 80s. That actually pisses me off. And there's like an eight string part. Where it's like drag, drag,
1: drag. I'm like, oh, so how is this so fucking one 80s? of my favorite so bands has a song called 1985 and it fucking rules? Makeup, oh yeah, a oh, Japanese well, band. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. But that song but fucking so rules. Here's man. the
0: thing though. It's so you know. When I Ister wrote that song, 1776 or whatever, they were trying to capture the sound of the era. Right. So I didn't, I didn't realize this was supposed to be an '80s song. Right. right. I thought it was just supposed to be like a. Well, and that's the thing. But it's also it's name. it's it's not. It's like uh, uh, like there's some stuff that stylistically fits, but so much less than if you were like, we just wrote this fucking like tribute to the '80s. And we're in a metal
1: band. I'm like, it's so, so far off from what I expect with they, that. They picked
0: the year in the
1: middle of the decade that they're writing the tribute to. <laughs> like,
0: <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I mean, I don't know what. They, I haven't like read the lyrics or anything, so right. I don't know what it's about. And I can't like follow them when the dude's singing, um, because he sounds like a ghost. It's probably a Back but to the Future tribute. Let's be no, let's be honest. That would be way cooler. That would right. be way cooler than what they did. <laughs> um, but yeah, mainly it's just like uh, no, and like the dude. That was when I posted that picture. The dude had like the neon shutter shades yeah when he looked like when i said lmfao schwartz (laughs) yes yes which i assume is a place that sells cocaine and marital aids and uh where is the store i'm there now we're gonna open it right (laughs) um right and and uh although the best part i have to post it with this but is is that the picture i caught he looks so sad Aww. like he just looks like oh
1: I didn't right, get right, that right, picture when like, I saw it before yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, no, yeah. He's like, now he's it all makes like, sense
0: he's like I'm sorry for party rocking <laughs> the fun times are over now I'm coming down off of the cocaine <laughs> which is funny because his outfit says we're really glad
1: to be here playing Kevin's 10th birthday party Wait, hold that picture up again
0: so for those it looks
1: like he wanted to be in typo negative, but that's right. not a thing anymore. For those of
0: you playing the home game, he's wearing all black, but it's like a black dress shirt and a and green a tie. lime green tie and sparkly shutter shades. Right, and then yeah. he has They're blue and pink, and they actually he has this light kind up. of like weird owl hairdo. And I happen to catch him like in between doing things. So he like if the rest of the like I, I, when I see this picture, I'm imagining the rest of the band is like still playing, and he's just standing there holding the mic like. Mm-hmm. What have I
1: done with my life? Right. (laughs) And again, the way he's dressed, I'm like, are you at a birthday party? (laughs) (laughs) How do we make a band that's the crossover between like typo negative and LMFAO? Oh, I thought you were
0: gonna say in in, in children's
1: (laughs) birthday party. (laughs) (laughs) Broken side sounds pretty on the mark. Broken (laughs) side hit a lot of marks. They they. (laughs) I was uh, I was a
0: big fan, but I'm pretty sure they didn't understand what they were doing. They were unintentionally. Awesome. They stumbled onto Genius. Them and Attack Attack. Yeah. My two favorite bands. I don't know how many times I listened to Stick Stickly, but it was a <laughs> lot. <laughs> the other thing I love is they have the girl in that video, you're like, she's not that cute. Yeah. But you're like, but, but to you're, them. you're in a metal right. band.
1: <laughs> Soda. Soda. <sighs> Brock Power. Festival I'm probably never going to Again hey man if they have someone Cool I'll go yeah yeah but It's not gonna happen And yeah and I also don't
0: have anything right. To do the weekend after Labor day or you know it's like It's right. at a bad time I liked it when it was in November Because it would be cold wherever you were And warm in Atlanta so it was, like, it was Really, like really going warm to, this year It's
1: like going to NAM in January it's the best Yeah
0: Except for when you can't fly back. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So last band of uh, this so you year go to Vegas. was Devin Townsend. Oh and yeah, I totally <sighs> forgot. Man, <sighs> I'm so. It over. Was, like, I, No, it's I because he really... doesn't play. He didn't play anything. Good. Older <laughs> right. than like Ziltoid, right? Like, but Ziltoid and or like a bunch Ocean of new Machine stuff, and the, the new stuff me. sounds exactly like the other recent stuff. Right. Well, and th- so we actually lucked out when we saw him at Heavy Montreal. Yeah, that was a comparatively because good set. he was at a metal fest. he was like, I gotta heavy it up. Right. He didn't even he even did love, right? Yep. Yeah, and like but then he goes to PragCar. He's like, I gotta nerd it up. Right. He yeah. did exactly. or like he did the, be myself. Right. <laughs> I need to really be myself. Hey guys, you know this terrible new stuff I've been doing. The best the best part of the set was that he opened with uh uh summer of 69 again <laughs> um, and he, although he actually played way more Do of it the last time he just played a few bars last time and was like what I'm Canadian um but uh yeah no it was it was all right but it was just the same stuff and I mean, uh, Annika Van Geersbergen, you know, did one. Actually, that was nice because at least the stuff that she sings on, it's way better when it's like a person singing it than just backing tracks. Right. And he's he's definitely got more stuff happening outside of tracks now because he's got like this keyboard player who also runs the like tracks and stuff. But uh, so that was it was all right. But man, um, he had both a. Kemper and an axe effects and I was like yeah and he sounds the same every time <laughs> like I'm confused he just keeps shuffling it. well he owns all the gear now right, so he just right. shuffles it he's got